Ashley K. Pittman is a newly published author of I Can Breathe Again. She is a wife and a mother, but starting a family was challenging for her. Ashley lost twin babies at seven months of pregnancy. She's a victor over infant loss, depression, and grief. Her mission is to encourage other mothers and families that healing is possible after loss of a child. Ashley has appeared on Indianapolis, Fox 59, WRTV6, WTHR 13 news stations, radio station 106.7, and Glambitious Podcasts. She has also been authored with Sheen and Ms. CEO Magazine, Atlanta News Journal, Formidable Women Magazine, and Chicago Now. Ashley has used this platform as well as speaking opportunities to share her story and mission to make a difference in the lives of others. Ashley resides in Indianapolis with her husband and their three boys. Let's welcome her. Welcome back, Grief Nation listeners. And today we have the opportunity of speaking with Ashley Pittman, and she is author of I Can Breathe Again in regards to pregnancy loss. And let's just dive in today and talk about your grief journey and where you are now. Hello, Ashley. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show. What is pregnancy loss? Pregnancy loss is when a woman is become pregnant and she either loses the baby before birth or after birth. Absolutely. And can you tell us a little bit about your loss journey? Absolutely. Um, at 23 uh, years of age, I became pregnant with um, twins, a boy and a girl. The pregnancy had been going well. There have not been any complications or issues. But around my seventh month of pregnancy, I went into sudden uh, preterm labor. Again, not because of there was any complications or anything, but I was always told that it was always possible, you know, that you can have a a early delivery, you know, just because you are carrying two babies. Mm -hmm. Um, But seven months was pretty early. Um, But um, after I went to preterm labor, I was probably in labor for God, maybe 17, 18 hours before they actually came. And once they were here, um, they lived maybe not even a whole half an hour before they passed away shortly. Wow. And how long ago was this for you? This year, on 12-9, it'd be 10 years. Wow. Wow. And you have, you do have other children. Um, you had children yes. before or, do you, or did you have children after? Yes, I had children after. A little okay. bit after, a little bit after the twins lost, I got pregnant eight months later mm-hmm. and I lost that baby at 10 weeks. Okay. And um, after that baby, I got pregnant with my now oldest son, William, at eight. He's eight years. He's about to be eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, got pregnant with him. His pregnancy was complicated, but we made it. He made yeah. it. He's great. Um, see, and then uh, almost a year later, I got pregnant with Champ, who was my middle child, and I just recently gave birth to my son Cassius four months ago. Oh, wow. How amazing. How amazing. God is so amazing. <laughs> well, thank God for that. I'm sorry to hear about your losses, but uh, just the joy of, of, 
of God being able to just show you that I can mm-hmm. do all things. Yes. I can do all things. And I'm so I'm so grateful that um, you're sharing your journey with us. Um, talk about the five stages of pregnancy loss and, and what they consist of. Well, I was I was looking at some of the the what I what I got down here and I believe embryonic pregnancy is when a woman becomes pregnant and doing an ultrasound they could just see like the sac uh-huh. and there is an actual fetus in it. So I guess it's, I think it's called a I could be pronouncing this all wrong, but like an oblum oblum. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty much an empty sac where the pregnancy will not continue obviously because there's no baby it would eventually you know end in miscarriage yeah a miscarriage is a or a miscarriage or early miscarriage is there the hormone is pregnant the you know present the baby's present but the baby is either it's a chromosome issue mm-hmm. or a you know some stress related or something going on with the mom that could possibly you know making the end the result in miscarriage now one of the reasons that I know I had a uh, miscarriage after the twins was because my progesterone was low. Uh-huh. And my doctor told me that because of my progesterone was low, that more than likely it would end the miscarriage, which it did. Hmm. Um, ectopic pregnancy, I have not experienced that, but from what I um, have witnessed other women going through is when they're pregnant in their tubes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And with, with that, when that happens, that more than likely has some end in surgery to remove um, the fetus from you know the mom's body okay um so that's that's what i know about that one molar pregnancy i'm not 100 percent sure about that one or even know anyone that experienced that one so i don't have a lot of um feedback okay for that one stillbirth uh, this one is a very strong <laughs> pregnancy issue that happens with so many women and so many families and that's when the baby's healthy, pregnancy's going great, but for some reason, the baby died before full term. Yeah. And that's when a mom has to give birth to their deceased child. And um, I've known so many women, and even just sharing my story the last several months, I hear so many women, you know, tell me that they had to give birth to their deceased child. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I didn't experience that because when my twins were born, they were uh, breathing, mm-hmm. um, but they were so tiny, you know, they just didn't have everything they needed to be able to continue to, to live. So that's what I I know of pregnancy loss and the different stages of pregnancy that from my experience, but I know there's more, you know, details about yeah. each stage. Yeah, yeah. And, and what are some of the causes or complications of just miscarrying? Oh, God. Like I said, one of my issues that I know was um, low progesterone. It could be, like I said, stress-induced. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's so many different reasons. Yeah. Sometimes, there, sometimes, well, a lot of a lot of times with my doctors, I had actually, before I got pregnant with cashews, I had two miscarriages. And a lot of times they would say, oh, it's common for this to happen. And there's no you know, explanation for the reason why. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would a lot of times be what they tell, you know, the patients, you know, that experience that. So I mean, it could be many different reasons why you miscarry. Yeah. And some, I- no reason at all. Yeah. And do, did you find yourself, because I've had miscarriages as well. Um, I have five children where I lost one of my sons, but I... Um, of carrying five children in between five children, I did lose two. Um, but I think during those times that I was having miscarriages, 
I was wanting to have a child so bad. That's how, mm-hmm. like, right after I had one, I, right after I had a miscarriage, <clears throat> yeah. two months or three months later, I was pregnant again and then would, hope, you know, have a child to full term. But that loss of not having that child just does something to women. It does something yes. to us mentally, physically, emotionally. It just, just takes us apart. Can you kind of explain? express to us like what happened during those times that you had that loss and and up until the time you found out you was pregnant again what did you go through yes empty arms broken heart yeah depression lonely guilty oh yeah it affected my self-esteem as a woman Mm -hmm. and I felt so broken I felt so broken broken is (laughs) And you know what really is really more in depth than that because the pain be so devastating. Like it's almost unexplainable because as women, we know that this is the one thing that God made us to be able to do is bear children. Right. And when that don't happen, we feel, we we hurt. We feel bad for ourselves. We feel bad for our spouse because they have no control over that, you know? So Uh I feel like, you know, many times I feel like I was letting my husband down. Yeah. So um, just with all the losses that we had, it caused issues within my, our marriage because mm-hmm. it caused us to grieve different. The communication, you know, was not there because, you know, if he was having a good day, I might have been having a bad day or vice versa. Right. So we don't want to always bring it up at times mm-hmm. to, to make each other feel a certain way. Right. So, God, I just remember the main thing that I remember feeling was, was guilty because I felt like my body, I let my child down that I could not carry them full term. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I trust me. I've been there and I, that's a hard spill. I'm hard pill to swallow. Just like you said, being a mom and wanting that, that not knowing why or, mm-hmm. you know, that, oh gosh, it just tore, I know it, it just tore me apart. And, yes. um, I know that I just tried again. I kept trying until, yep. I, <laughs> yep. until yep. I got it right. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I know I can do this, you know, <laughs> um, and I need this. I want this. And like you said, all the guilt and all of those things kept happening. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. but oh, Lord, the things we have to experience. But we get stronger after we experience yeah. those things. And so um, tell us why it was so important for you bec- to become an author and publish and publish a book about this. Pregnancy loss, the different kinds of pregnancy loss, just, you know, we, as a society, you know, in healthcare, we talk about pregnancy, you know, from two weeks to nine months. We Mm -hmm. talk about that. We don't hardly ever talk about or hear about the different issues that can take place during a pregnancy. It's always, you know, what, you know, wait three months, wait 12 weeks, then you're out of the woods. That is far from the truth because you can have a miscarriage or pregnancy loss at any given time during your pregnancy. And the baby can be here fine and then the baby passed away from SIDS one or right after birth or Mm -hmm. right before delivery. Yeah. So it was important for me to tell my story because so many women go through this and feel alone, feel ashamed, Mm -hmm. feel broken. And I wanted to tell my story so they know that they're not alone but then also healing can take place absolutely when you get to a place where you're ready to accept and move forward that that door is that door is ready to, to open but it, it takes time it yeah takes time but i really wanted to just share my story just to give some inspiration and hope to those moms and families you know 
that has suffered this, who is going through this right now, and who can who can be listening and just lost a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to to get some inspiration. I hope that the, their rainbow rainbow baby can still come forth, and that uh, God <laughs> is faithful. Yes, yes, yes. He is so faithful, and it is possible, even though we think it's not possible. And your heart can heal. Mm-hmm. It is possible. Um. Can you summarize two chapters for us out of your book? But before you do that, I want to ask you, for mothers that have tried, um, for mothers, um, this is just coming up. So for mothers that have tried and that hasn't been successful, what is your, how can you help them? How, how, How do you feel that your book and everything that you've gone through to inspire them, how can you still touch those? Leave us with something for them. Well, um, before, after I lost the twins, mm-hmm. I went to counseling. Okay. Yeah. Counseling was very important for me. And even after I lost the twins, like I said, right after eight months later, I had lost another baby. So that left me feeling hopeless. Mm-hmm. That left me feeling like this would never happen. It felt so far away. So what I did that helped me was, um, daily prayer yeah I journaled I reached out to the people that I knew that would support me mm-hmm. and then I also uh, went to counseling because and I find this so evident and so true is that the pain that we carry from our loss affects our next pregnancy yeah I say that because the pregnancy that I just had with Cassius was flawless Mm-hmm. Because I feel like because that that pregnancy because when I released a lot of my emotional hurt and accepted you know the loss yeah I wasn't I wasn't carrying that pain no more when I really you know you know was faithful to God and God was faithful to me and I you know released a lot of that through Come help on, and girl. therapy yes <laughs> God <laughs> delivered me of all of that and allowed yeah. me to carry full term my son Cassius and I didn't have a single issue a single threat mm-hmm. you know and it's because I released that I allowed that healing yes. to take forth and I believed and I had faith yeah. so those ingredients is mm-hmm. exactly what I did and my son Cassius is laying here right now <laughs> is a testimony that <laughs> when we relieve that, when we get the support, when we don't feel lonely, when we yeah. let it out, mm-hmm. it can happen. It wow. will happen. That was so amazing. I look, I have goosebumps, chill bumps, spiritual <laughs> chills, whatever you want to call them. I have all of them. They are all over me because that hit home so much when you're able to release and you're no longer carrying that. So it's almost like while you're trying to get pregnant, you're already pregnant with something that is, you know, the disbeliefs, the negativity, you know, all of those things are still with you. But when you yeah. said, when you said you decided and you went to counseling and you released and you let go, now you had a womb to birth. Oh, come on, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Somebody is going to be healed, Jesus. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Sure, so, <laughs> I'm going to get back on track in a minute. You just took me somewhere. And I just feel that part of the conversation is going to help somebody. Yeah. Just what you said. That I mean, because it just chills just came all over me so I, I know that somebody went somebody listening somebody that's going to be listening to this is 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 really gonna be able to release that and under, now understand what they would have to do 
Yes. So I'm grateful for you sharing that. So summarize two chapters for us out of I Can Breathe Again. Absolutely. Um, one of the chapters that I want to, I'm trying to find my, um, one of the core chapters that I want to talk about and express mm-hmm. is a chapter called um, Rug Pulled Again. Rug Pulled Again. That chapter talks about the difficulties that me and my husband dealt with going through such a trying time. Mm-hmm. As I said before, when you go through a loss or any, you know, something that's going to tug at your marriage, yeah, it can break so easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In that chapter, I speak about infidelity that took place on my husband's part. Mm-hmm. And I talk about that because so many issues take place in our marriage and our relationship that don't nobody talk about this. Yeah. Nobody talk about that. But I'll talk about it because I want people to know that even within that, even though that we dealt with that, we healed from yeah. that. Yes. That broke us all the way down. I mean, when I say it broke us all the way down, everything mm-hmm. was breaking apart. Mm-hmm. It broke us all the way down. So we had to rebuild our foundation stronger yeah. and better than it was before. And mm-hmm. it allowed us to give birth to our children that we have now on a strong foundation, stronger than it ever was. Yeah. Um, because, you know, <laughs> that's tough. I don't know, it, was just, it was just better. It was just better. It was better for our family. And now when I say that man is my, my best friend, my mm-hmm. everything now, like yeah. it was a whole 360. It was a whole 360. And, and yes, that pain was absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. On top of what we went through, yeah, it blessed me and it blessed him, mm-hmm. and it made us get back on track to what our goal was, to where we were going, and to be able to learn to communicate. And what we did to get get there mm-hmm. was through counseling. Yeah, we went, you know, counseling really guided us to get back to the other place that we was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one chapter, and another chapter. Um, it's actually two chapters. It's a pregnancy about both of my sons. And um, in those chapters, I just talk about how, even though we had lost with the twins, um, I got pregnant with William and Chan. Mm-hmm. Those pregnancies were difficult, but God was faithful. Mm-hmm. And he promised me that everything that I had suffered before and lost before, he would pay me back and double. And that's exactly what he did. Come on. So I just, I just go and tell their story. Yeah, you know, say you know, even though it was hard and it was tough, God saw me through. I say faithful, He stayed faithful for me. So, um, I really those mainly three chapters that I really wanted to touch home because I feel like those are important because we lose hope after loss. Yeah, we go through marital and relationship issues after loss, but we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it. So I wanted to bring awareness to that. This is what took place, but this yeah. is also what's possible. Absolutely. Ooh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Share to uh, my Grief Nation listeners the importance of the letters and prayers to your children from um, I Can Breathe Again. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I remember when I lost the twins, I wanted to write, I wanted just to write to them as if they were still here. But I never could get myself to do that because I I didn't want to tap into that. Mm -hmm. But as I was writing my book, in my spirit, I, and in my spirit, I remember hearing write a letter. 
Aww. so even as I was writing my book and writing my letter to the twins, it was so therapeutic. Yeah. And I was able to release what I would say to them and what they brought me to. And, you know, just, just talk to them as if they were here. And it released so much within me as I wrote that. Mm -hmm. So I, I really feel like writing to your child as if they were here or what you would say to them. Yeah. You know, during different milestones or whatnot. I yeah. Feel like it's therapeutic and it's a keepsake. So I feel yeah. like it's a keepsake that you can always keep. Mm -hmm. um, prayers. I, I put the prayers in my book because these are the prayers that, that I use daily mm -hmm. for my, for me and for my family. And that was one of the, the roots that kept me grounded and kept me believing that one day I will be healed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I use. So that's why those, I felt those were very important. And I've gotten really, really good feedback on that mm -hmm. um, from my readers. Yeah. You should, I mean, because that is just awesome to do because um, I know a lot of times in a lot of um, release techniques, we all, we often jot down things and, you know, we may th throw them in the flyer or, you know, those type of things to, to allow that to, um, I guess, to just become transforming to us or I, I, I don't know how to explain it right now, but I guess within, with doing that, not even to release it if you're burning the letter, but just to have that and to yes. be able to express yourself and to be mm -hmm. able to let yourself know that, Hey, I'm still, it's, I'm still on this journey. I'm still trying yep. to make it through. Um, yep. the, the prayers are just, just, a, I know that's just so amazing um, to, to have to hear and for other moms to know that they can still pray. Um, yes. And, and what helped you get through um, by praying is you, you've built this model for women to know, to, to, to go to, which is amazing for um, women that are ex have experienced this are still experiencing this um, people yeah. that haven't healed from it. Now you've given mm -hmm. them tools to be able to learn how to heal from it. And you've, you talk often about counseling and thank you so much for, for letting us know, go to counseling. Yes. Go. Yeah. I know that's what helped me. I, I, when, after I lost my son, um, and I decided to go back to work. It seemed like everything, I was being guided on every situation anyway. But um, when I, I I decided that I was going to seek out for some help because I started having all of these physical ailments, you know. Yes. Heart palpitation, you start getting sick. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, you're trying yes. to deal with going back to work or dealing with daily life or learning not to be isolated, you know, not yes. learning not to be guilty or, you know, whatever yes. emotion that you may be having or experiencing within that day. But um, EAP, you do your job. They um, yes. offer six free services, you guys. Yes. They offer six free services, six sessions for you to go and speak to someone. Um, I don't know how it varies from state to state, but here in Georgia, they allowed me to have six free sessions and I picked out my therapist and I went. Yes. So it's um, thank you for telling and explaining to people and sharing that often in your book about counseling, because yes. that's something that we definitely need to need to continue to do and work on just for ourselves. Um, yeah, absolutely. To check in with ourselves, to see how we are. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing, is it baby, is it Aria Lani? Aria, yeah, Aria Lene. Oh, I'm so sorry. Aria Lene. Okay. So what are your plans to continue your mission for Aria Lene and William Thomas Pittmore Jr.? Oh, Pittman okay. Jr., excuse me. <laughs> yeah, this is my, my favorite part. So 
<laughs> when I when I when I I'm in here in Indiana, okay, okay. and okay. Um, I work for a, a hospital organization called Community Health Network. Okay. When I launched when I launched my book, um, I actually did a book signing there, and with uh, half of the proceeds, I was going to give back, or I am going to give back. Actually, September the fifth, mm. I'm giving back fifty percent of my proceeds from the book launch. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. These proceeds will go to the NICU department because. You know, when William was born, William stopped breathing uh, 13 times. Okay. So that landed my baby in the NICU. And if that NICU department had not been skilled, uh, had compassion and and well-trained, my baby would not be here today. Yeah. So I'm giving um, half of those proceeds back in honor of my um, two children. Mm-hmm. And also, I have right now, what I have going on right now is um, a program called Sponsor a Book. Um, and those links can be found on um, Instagram and on my Facebook. And my handles um, for both my social medias is Ashley K. Pittman. But with the Sponsor a Book, if you don't, if you have not experiences, you know, had this type of experience, then someone... Um, you may or may not know can use this book that can possibly help them. Yeah. So it's sponsor a book. It's fourteen ninety five to sponsor a book, and with those funds, I am sending out. Hello. So, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that last part you said. I think your phone went out a little bit. Oh, okay. So what? Okay, so the sponsor a book is when you. Give fourteen ninety five to a link that's available on my social media handles, mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook, and those funds will will um, go towards books to be sent out to different groups, uh, different grief support groups around the United States. Okay, so that's what I'm doing with that. And then um, my mind's been blank. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So that's right now. So that's what we're doing, and I'm actually do- going around to different states and also speaking. And sharing the message in the honor of REA <laughs> and Wayne <Wayne> Jr. <laughs> oh, that is so amazing! I I love the work that you you're putting um, behind your mission, and definitely Grief Nation listeners sponsor a book for fourteen ninety five. Um, help someone else along their journey. Um, it's it's basically all she's asking. And, and thank mm-hmm. you for even um, coming up with that concept, or or, or you know. Um, if you, even if you didn't come up with it, thank you for um, <laughs> making us aware that this is something that others can do to kind of, kind of support you here. Um, <clears throat> we did talk a little bit about your husband's lost journey, but was there any other things that you noticed during his time of grieving that you can share with our men listeners? Yes, um, that history is so, so going through it my husband at the beginning he was very tearful very consoling he was there as much as he could be that he knew how to be yeah he eventually began to lose himself because of our grief was so strong but then he didn't know how to support me or to be there for me so he began to lose himself yeah Um, so he so i remember him telling that he started to try to figure out a way for him to feel better so that he could be there for me Mm mm-hmm and so we went through all that. So, and you know, believe it or not, when my book was published, he saw, he told me and my best friend, actually, I'm my baby shower for Cassius. And he said, you know, I can now heal because I know my wife is okay. 
to wow. give him chills to talk about it. Yeah. And he said, I can move forward and I can heal because I know that she's okay. So he was suffering mm-hmm. because he did he and, and holding it in yeah. because he wanted to be strong for me. He wanted to be that that strong shell for me when really he was dying and losing himself inside. Mm-hmm. And his, you know, from when he told me that, and he had never told me that, but he was like, I'm just so grateful that you are writing about this and able to tell you the story, tell our story. And so that lets me know that that I, that I can now be okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just <laughs> going to say, yeah, that's that suffering in silence that they often do. Um, yes. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, oh, wow. No, no, no. That was it. That's it. Yeah. I, I think men get such a short rap on when it comes to grief. And, you know, of course, yes. there it's often known that, you know, especially for black men, be strong, don't cry, don't, you know, that's how they were yeah. raised. So when it really yeah. comes to them showing their compassionate side, it's very difficult for them because they wasn't raised mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, it, it is what it is. But you know what? I know God still you know, sees their heart too. And, and they don't know, we don't know, you know, grieving is, mm-hmm. is very individualized. We don't know what part of the stage that we are going through or what emotions that we're feeling in the, in the, from day to day. So mm-hmm. um, we um, have to all just find our own way. And I think I, I'm so grateful to that he knows that seeing you strong, of course, well, you know, behind every <laughs> every man there's this really really strong woman so uh <laughs> we gonna keep y'all lifted we gonna keep you lifted but thank you so much for sharing your journey and being so open and just letting us know that mothers do have these concerns and that you are finding that you have built this this roadmap for them to have this book you've put all of your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions every grieving stage you know and just you've put all these things you've put together in a memoir and you're telling us how we can heal so i really do thank you so much can you please once again share your social media platforms with us yes i am on instagram and facebook and my social media for both is ashley k pittman p-i-t-t-m-a-n Okay, thank you so much. And also, Grief Nation listeners, um, and ways to support her, um, tell us how, um, once again, how we can support you. Yes, on my Instagram, I have the link there for that. If you would like to sponsor a book for someone else, mm-hmm. um, you can spend, you can uh, sponsor $14.95, and that, like I said, those funds are going to books that I send out to grief support groups across the world. And then also, if you would like to purchase the book, you can purchase it on Amazon.com. Oh, thank you so much. And before I let you go, what has your attention in the grief world in relation to pregnancy loss that you would like to change or bring further awareness to? Uh, I would like to be, I would like for families to be able to not suffer in silence after pregnancy loss, to let them know it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to seek therapy about it and don't feel alone. Thank you so much, Ashley, for your time today. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, I'm so thankful that you came onto the show, and I hope to see you again or talk and speak to you again soon. Much love okay. and light to you and your family. Thank you. It was a pleasure, pleasure coming on today. Thank you. 
Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another transformative and unique grief journey. Thank you to our special guest, Ashley K. Pittman, for coming on to the show and giving us all that we needed to know and to learn about infant loss, depression, and its griefs. This is your girl, Miami Knight, sending you lots of love and light until we connect spiritually again. <music>